This podcast is brought to you by Beverly Hills Precious Metals, the place to shop if you are looking to use gold or silver as a hedge in these inflationary and chaotic times. Go to the website, bh-pm.com. Again, that's bh-pm.com. And tell them Peter Navarro sent you, and you will get the full MAGA welcome and the information you will need to help you make wise investment decisions. That's bh-pm.com. And tell them that Peter Navarro sent you. Now here's former Trump trade czar, Peter Navarro, with his Taking Back Trump's America podcast in Substack. Peter Navarro's Weekly Market Wrap, Cinco de Mayo 2023. Hi, I'm Peter Navarro here, and in this episode, I'm going to introduce what I hope will be a weekly feature of this Substack and podcast, an end-of-week wrap on the economy and financial markets. I'm trying this based on the polling feedback you kind folks in my Substack audience have provided. Over 40% of you said you wanted to see more about the economy and markets. In fact, your request is in my old wheelhouse. Back in the day, when I was a professor at the University of California, Irvine, and before my days in the Trump White House, I published my Savvy Macrowave Investor Newsletter. In that newsletter, I made several of my best market calls, including a call to cash in November 2007. You may recall, November 2007 was the eve of the biggest stock market crash since the Great Depression. In that newsletter, I also was months ahead of the collapse of the housing bubble, to which I had a front row seat in Southern California. Two basic concepts underlay that original newsletter. The first is the idea of a macro wave. Macro waves represent economic shocks that can come about through random exogenous events like hurricanes or tsunamis or through geopolitical events like Russia's invasion of Ukraine. These macro waves ripple through the economy and financial markets in ways which, if you are savvy enough to understand, can either make you money as a nimble investor or protect your own portfolio. Perhaps the best example of a macrowave is embodied in the title of my first book on investing in 2004. If it's raining in Brazil, buy Starbucks. For more than 150 years, Brazil has been the largest coffee producer in the world. So, if it rains in Brazil to break a drought, the coffee crop will likely be more plentiful and coffee beans will fall in price. Starbucks will therefore pay less for its coffee beans and make a better profit margin. Because stock prices represent investor expectations about a future stream of a company's profits, Starbucks stock should rise on the news of raining in Brazil. So, buy Starbucks stock when you see that macrowave hit. QED. The second big concept underlying the way I think about the economy is a simple forecasting model that tells us that the growth of any country's gross domestic product, or GDP, is driven by four engines, consumption, investment, government spending, and net exports, which is simply the difference between how much a country exports and how much it imports. And here, it should be obvious that if America runs a trade deficit, its net exports will be negative, and this will be a drag on GDP growth. That's why trade deficits are bad for America. All right, let's quickly put some of this thinking to work. In the last printout, real inflation-adjusted GDP growth was at a stagnant 1.1% annually. 
significantly less than the roughly 3% our economy should at least hit. To figure out which of the four engines of GDP growth are hitting on all cylinders or sputtering, we can go to the Department of Commerce's Bureau of Economic Analysis and look at Table 2 in the BEA's GDP report. This Table 2 measures the, quote, contributions to percent changes in real inflation-adjusted gross domestic product, unquote, by each of the four major growth drivers. Here we see that despite consumer confidence falling to a nine-month low, which should depress consumer spending, consumption actually ran hot, contributing 3.7% to the calculation. On the downside, however, business investment contributed a minus 2.34% as companies ran down their inventories in lieu of production while non-residential investment also fell. Rounding out the calculation, government spending contributed a little less than a point and the net export contribution was close to a wash. So what, what does this tell us? First, the question of whether we will have a recession will hinge upon how resilient the consumer remains despite being battered by rising credit costs, tightening credit, a wave of evictions and repos, the prospect of job loss and a possible recession, and falling spending power as inflation erodes wages, which are not keeping up with said inflation. Second, businesses as a whole seem to be reacting quite strategically to what they see as a looming recession by trimming inventories. Paradoxically, this is in some sense bullish, as tight inventories will encourage businesses to quickly ramp up production should the economy ramp back up. The other bullish news for the corporate sector is that the earnings season appears to be treating many companies kindly. In fact, S&P 500 companies are recording their best performance relative to the expectations of Wall Street analysts since the fourth quarter of 2021. And, quoting John Butters from FactSet, both the number of companies reporting positive EPS surprises and the magnitude of these earning surprises are above their 10-year averages. So looking at the GDP equation alone, it is sending neither overtly bullish or bearish signals, but suggests more of a coin toss. With such only 50-50 odds, an intelligent speculator understands that it is dangerous to go either long or short the market, and cash is the preferred position for now. Now, here's my last point. The U.S. labor market remains very tight, which makes any large-scale layoffs, at least at this point, unlikely. So, as long as people keep picking up paychecks, the economy may be able to limp along and corporations will at least be able to beat expectations with their earnings. And that is bullish for the financial markets in Wall Street, no matter how painful it is for Main Street. And please note here, the ongoing Biden border invasion is disproportionately inflicting great pain on black, brown, and blue-collar Americans in particular, as the several million new arrivals over the last several years are pushing down wages and pushing Americans out of their jobs. The other part of this big picture is the set of macrowaves now simmering 
on the geopolitical risk pot. Most prominently, Russia's war on Ukraine continues to drive inflation in the oil and grain markets. And communist China continues to beat the drum of war over Taiwan, which has major implications for commodity markets in particular and is triggering major supply chain structural adjustments as foreign investment flees the Chinese mainland. Each of these macroways must be closely monitored as any major negative development will trigger a big market sell-off. Last but not least, domestically, the commercial real estate market is a ticking time bomb as corporations go to remote work and flee to the suburbs. There is also the looming political war over the debt limit, which is rattling Wall Street. Stay tuned on both of these risks. Okay, that's quite enough for one sitting. There's a lot of meat on this particular bone. But I always urge my readers to improve their economic and financial market literacy so that they can make their own choices. Remember, I'm not an investment advisor here, just an economist with some ruminations. To the goal of boosting market literacy and in appreciation, I'm going to once again offer my Substack subscribers a free coupon to my online strategic macroeconomic course. It's the one I taught for years at the University of California, Irvine, to MBA students. If you are interested, just go to my Substack at peternavarro.substack.com. That's peternavarro.substack.com. Peter Navarro, out. Hey, Pixie, why the long face? I just got my latest IRA statement, and I'm down again. It's certainly not like the Trump years. What the heck is going on? It's simple, Pix. Joe Biden's rampant inflation is going on. So what should I do, Peter? Well, Pixie, I'm an economist, not a financial advisor, so I can't really give you any investment advice. But as an economist... I can tell you that many investors hedge their inflation risk by having some gold in their portfolios. So what are you telling me, Peter? I should head down to the nearest jewelry store and stock up on rings and necklaces? (laughs) Not exactly, Pixie. But one option to consider is Beverly Hills Precious Metals. They do one thing and one thing alone, and they've been doing it for more than 30 years. They buy and sell gold, silver, and rare coins to help folks like you protect your wealth against inflation. And best of all, they are pure MAGA. Now that sounds very interesting. How can I get in touch with Beverly Hills Precious Metals? Easy peasy, Pixie. Just go online to bh-pm.com and schedule a free consultation. That's bh-pm.com. And when they ask you how you heard about Beverly Hills Precious Metals, just tell them Peter Navarro. And you'll get the Royal MAGA treatment. Wow, that sounds like a great plan, Peter. Let me see if I got that website right. It's bh-pm.com, right? That's right, Pixie. And don't worry, there's no pressure on their end. Beverly Hills Precious Metals is there simply to help you protect your wealth. Thanks, Peter. And I'll be sure to tell them Dr. Navarro sent me. Hey, Pixie, why the long face? I just got my latest IRA statement, and I'm down again. It's certainly not like the Trump years. What the heck is going on? It's simple, Pix. Joe Biden's rampant inflation is going on. So what should I do, Peter? 
Well, Pixie, I'm an economist, not a financial advisor, so I can't really give you any investment advice. But as an economist, I can tell you that many investors hedge their inflation risk by having some gold in their portfolios. So what are you telling me, Peter? I should head down to the nearest jewelry store and stock up on rings and necklaces? <laughs> Not exactly, Pixie. But one option to consider is Beverly Hills Precious Metals. They do one thing and one thing alone, and they've been doing it for more than 30 years. They buy and sell gold, silver, and rare coins to help folks like you protect your wealth against inflation. And best of all, they are pure MAGA. Now that sounds very interesting. How can I get in touch with Beverly Hills Precious Metals? Easy peasy, Pixie. Just go online to bh-pm.com and schedule a free consultation. That's bh-pm.com. And when they ask you how you heard about Beverly Hills Precious Metals, just tell them Peter Navarro and you'll get the Royal MAGA treatment. Wow, that sounds like a great plan, Peter. Let me see if I got that website right. It's bh-pm.com, right? That's right, Pixie. And don't worry, there's no pressure on their end. Beverly Hills Precious Metals is there simply to help you protect your wealth. Thanks, Peter. And I'll be sure to tell them Dr. Navarro sent me. Look around, but tell me what you see Every day, more people in the street Too bad, they sent our jobs away In China, they're not workers, they're just slaves People wait it's a world of trade and greed And the CEOs get richer And our jobs all move offshore Oh, 